lovely. I like the sound of the word. It means people can live free. I've always shown you a soldier, not only to defend, but able and willing both to defend and protect. You've already won! But mark my words. This war will be fought not on the frontier or on some distant battlefield, but amongst us, among our homes. Our children will learn of it in their own eyes. And the innocent will die with the rest of us. Guys, welcome back to Where Liberty Dwells with your host, Packin' Patriots. Um, uh, start this podcast off with a relatively shorter episode than normal. A um, few updates. One, uh, I finally got a podcast microphone. Um, the audio, I'm still working out some of the kinks, but the audio sounds so, so much better than it, uh, it has in the past. Um, few housekeeping things uh just a reminder to everybody of course my uh instagram accounts both of them uh pack and patriots and patriotic ga both got uh zucked why i'm not sure especially since i had no strikes on the pack and patriots account but you know we live and live um so right now i'm exclusively on telegram um which is nice you know it's uh more limited reach but it's nice it's uh the link is t.me or forward slash packing patriots uh all one word and i uh, should pop up um you know it's, it's pretty good i'm really enjoying telegram's um uh, policies on not doing censorship uh it's super 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 nice um, but even with that, you're not to bear with me. Um, I've got to try to figure out if I can even get Instagram up and going again. Uh, I lost most of, uh, most of my contacts when I lost my accounts. Um, I got IP band and device band, uh, which has been nice. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to have to, we're going to have to see if I can, uh, figure out how to uh, get back in get back into it um uh, so for all the guests i was gonna have on in um late november early december that obviously didn't happen um because i lost everybody's contact info and i can't make any more accounts uh for the time being so um just bear with me i will get back on and get some more guests and everything um the next couple months um so for right now it's just me which i don't foresee to be a problem i mean um the guys the podcast has done extremely extremely well like i am i am floored on in my opinion how this is uh taken off so so far um we have um 1400 1400 plays which again just has me floored sorry i'm um i'm actually logging into this so i can tell y'all the 
the stats and everything, kind of like the end of the year, beginning of the new year wrap up. Um, so all times we've had uh, fourteen hundred plays. Uh, the I'm not I have not monetized this podcast, so this is no interruptions, no commercials, no nothing. Um, so it's been pretty nice. It um, we've gotten like it's it's pretty cool. So top episodes. Um, of course, is uh, Freedom or Fascism with Gypsy Crusader. I am personally shocked that it's still up, but it is by far the uh, the most popular podcast episode. Um, it has 205 plays, which blows my mind. It's a fantastic episode, guys. If you haven't checked it out already, go check it out. Um, Anchor is a phenomenal host. Uh, Spotify... I mean, super, super simple, super easy. Uh, really nice. Uh, latest episode with Ariel Early is up to 32 plays. Uh, that was released on uh, October 13th. That gum doesn't seem that long ago. Uh, it's a phenomenal podcast, guys. Go listen to it. Um, we actually talked for like three hours, so I had to edit out uh, quite a bit of content. Um, but we're going to have her back on. Um, phenomenal, phenomenal guest, phenomenal person to talk to. Uh, we're trying to get um, a couple more guests lined up. We'll see how that goes. Um, but I just, I want to just say thank y'all. I mean, I didn't think I would have this much interest, you know, in in my podcast, especially um, a continuing interest since I got banned um, the the first time when I had my. Um, uh, original account at at uh, 10k so it's you know it's something that i'm deeply appreciative of um this year we had a uh, new series debut called hope for the hopeless um i originally scheduled it to have 10 episodes in the season but due to um my not having a lot of time um I had to cut it short to six uh, episodes instead of ten, but uh, really good episodes. Go check it out. Um, in the Hope for the Hopeless series, you have uh, Rhodesia Never Dies. That was the first one. Up with the RA, which was about the IRA, is the second one. The Rising of Forty Five was the third one. Against All Odds is the fourth one. Rebels with a Cause is the sixth one and then d-day is the uh, seventh one I actually released that on d-day um, one of my favorite episodes i did um i was still i'm still learning some of the effects and everything so yeah it's also a little bit of a handicap but um you know it's it's it's, it's been nice uh a couple a couple things that have happened since the release of um my last uh, episode was the Rittenhouse trial and the verdict. Um, I was super happy uh, how it turned out. Uh, very, very happy. Um, if you go back and listen, I actually did a podcast on August 28th of 2020. Uh, it was entitled uh, Kyle or Chad. And it had two guys from Wisconsin that were about, uh, that were about half an hour away uh, from Kenosha. Uh, come on, you know, right after it happened, and we were talking about it, and I'm very happy that it turned out the way that uh, we all hoped it would turn out. Uh, it was a very, it was, it gave you a little bit of relief that at least to some extent, 
the justice system um, still works. Again, I say to some extent because, I mean, there, so there's a lot of factors um, that went into that trial. I did do a small summary on uh, Telegram, um, which I will read to you a little bit. Um, just uh, just one paragraph. Um, this I published this on November 22nd, uh, right after the uh, verdict uh, had come out, I think the day after maybe. Um, and the excerpt is as follows. I have absolutely no words. Let me bring you all up to speed real quick. First, Rittenhouse has been found guilty, or has been found, rightly so, not guilty of all charges. However, we should note a few major factors with this verdict. One is that his lawyers turned his phone over to the police, and Kyle had no material that could be construed as anything related to white nationalism or white supremacy, or even nationalism in general on his device. He wasn't involved in politics or activism on behalf of any semi-right-wing organization. Second, he wasn't defiant, but remorseful and more or less a beta male on the stand. He said over and over again, in addition to it being self-defense, that he was sorry he never wanted or even thought that he might be put in that position. These two things are of vast importance because if you're reading this, you have, quote-unquote, by definition, white national material on your phone with following this Telegram page, and probably similar pages, plus similar Instagram pages. And if you were any part of a Christian and a man, you would not be remorseful for doing your duty as Kyle did. Also, he has now come out and publicly said that he supports BLM, Many are saying that he's doing this to avoid backlash, but regardless of the reasons, he's bowing the knee to the false god called BLM. The rest of it is just a recap on um, other events going on at that time. But I do think those two things are of vast importance. Um, literally, the definition of white nationalism is you're white and you believe in your country. <laughs> that's, that's it. There's no other way to... Um, there's no other way to, to say that. I mean, it's not white supremacy. Um, I don't think white should rule the world at all. I think we should have our land, um, and I think that we should uh, be able to be in control and govern our land as we want to and not have other people from other countries come into Congress like Ilhan Omar or Rashida Tlaib um, and dictate and tell us and make laws what to do. It's not their country. It's ours. Um but that's the very definition of white nationalism. For some reason, people like to construe it uh, as alt or far right, alt right, whatever you want to call it. They like to call us Nazis. They like to call us so so many names. It's just it's not true. Um, but the thing is, if they keep calling us and keep pushing us and keep telling us all this stuff, eventually people are going to get fed up and go, "Okay, fine. You want to call me a Nazi? I'm a Nazi." You know? I mean, it's just it's. You know, it's just that cycle, and I, that's exactly what happened to uh, uh, Gypsy Crusader. Um, I was just for so long, people kept calling him this and telling him this, and finally he goes, you know what, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to embrace it. And um, unfortunately, that, uh, that ended up getting him thrown in jail. Um, you know, there's just there's a lot of stuff out there that people have to be careful of. And knowing the definitions of words is a huge plus for you because, you know, people try to change definitions and criminalize you and all this other stuff. And it's just, it's nothing to be criminalized for. 
you know, and, and with the Kyle Rittenhouse thing, um, you know, it was definitely a, a breath of fresh air that he was um, he was found not guilty. You know, he's found innocent because he was. But it, I mean, it's very, very pertinent to note that if you're involved in you know politics at all, you know. And you have me. I mean, memes, guys. Like memes could literally get you. They can. They could dictate a different outcome of that trial. It's. It's ridiculous. Um, but if you have any type of material on there that they can vilify you as, you know, it, it would have been a different outcome. Um, and the thing is, too, he was a kid. Um, most of the most of the people that uh, listen to this podcast aren't. Uh, they're around my age, um, you know. And it's just it's it's something to um, to really scratch your head at because you know it's it, we're coming to time in this country to where it's it's going to be uh, very it's going to be tough. Um, there people are vilifying the the right um all the people the right are moving to the left uh, i know people have said and i think i've even said this too before that you know the left's kind of pushing people for the right and that's true but people on the right are going for their left uh and they can you know they kind of meet in the middle which is on the left side of the spectrum and anybody left on the uh on the right is just kind of you know vilified even i mean you have people in congress like dan crenshaw you have, um, oh shoot, I can't, uh, Kevin McCarthy. You've got so many, so many people in Congress that are, uh, that are quote-unquote Republicans, but they're neocons. They don't believe in America first. Um, they believe in, you know, Israel first, NATO first, the UN first. You know, they give lip service and they go, oh, no, 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 I believe in America first. They don't. I mean, look at the bills these people sponsor, especially Dan Crenshaw. I mean, just... Uh, over and over and over again red flag laws you know healthcare like all this stuff no body on the right should be supporting and the thing is too um it's incredibly and i do mean this so vividly it's it's incredibly sad i saw a um i saw a thing uh, that was posted on um the legion's telegram super great telegram guys check it out but this this guy commented and said the left decides and the right abides and you know that's true because we because they riot they you know burn stuff and i'm not saying the right should do that but i'm just saying they get their way they act like little spoiled brats and get their way um you know it's just it's it's ridiculous but that's you know that's the way it is now and you know, I think the verdict in the Rittenhouse trial would have been different if he had been involved in uh, in politics or nationalism or anything in any way. Um, you know, he's, he's half Hispanic. He doesn't look half Hispanic, but he's half Hispanic. And nobody cared. They just saw a white guy. That was it. Um, you know, it's, it, it's, it is absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. You know, I mean, it's just, it's, it's sad, but, um, you know, there's just, I mean, there's a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff going on, guys. It's, uh, some of it's exciting, some of it's, uh, some of it's not. Uh, one thing I think I'm gonna start doing on this podcast, um, is reading, uh, going back through some of the posts that I've written for Pack and Patriots and reading them, um, more or less as, uh, many speeches, 
and I'm going to do two or three at a time, I don't know, it'll take a couple minutes, um, but I just feel like since I've been deleted over and over and over again, and some of these opinion posts um, that I wrote were very popular, um, you know, I figured the people that like them would like to, like to hear them again, so what I'm going to do is, um, on this one, I'm going to read two of them. Um, and then we'll swap off and go to a different subject uh, to start off this new year. It's really cool, guys. I'm so excited about getting to um, getting to bring y'all different stuff and everything. And I feel like finally getting a, an actual uh, podcast mic is going to you know take the podcast to a to new level. And I'm pretty I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, so to start off with, um, this was one I wrote a long time ago. It was the first one that I wrote that I had the good sense to copy onto my phone notes. Um, if you remember right, I wrote a decent amount of them on my original page before it got zucked, unfortunately, and I lost all those. So on the subsequent pages, I started writing these posts out in my notes, copying and pasting uh, onto Instagram. So if I did get deleted, which I did, um, I would be able to save them and go back and read them or turn them into something, I don't know. But you know, just, just to have them. Uh, so this first one, um, it says, <clears throat> author William, uh, blah, 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 sorry guys, <laughs> I gotta start over, author William Golding once wrote, I think women are foolish to pretend they're equal to men, they are far superior and always have been, whatever you give a woman, she will make it greater, if you give her sperm, she'll give you a baby, if you give her a house, she'll give you a home, if you give her groceries, she'll give you a meal, and if you give her a smile, she'll give you her heart. She multiplies and enlarges whatever's given her. So if you give her any crap, be ready to receive a ton of shit. Women have been destroying what God created them to be. Trying to compete with men destroys both masculinity and femininity. Men and women were created to complement each other. Men's job is to provide, protect, and promote the spiritual welfare of the house. Women's job is to nurture, teach, and raise children. And this isn't sexist or misogynistic. This is just real life. When people forget their God-given responsibilities, they damn their future and their children's future to that of war and societal collapse. It is an honor and privilege to have been born in the first place. But it is our duty, our responsibility, our mission to preserve, protect, and defend what God has instructed us to do. My personal opinions are kept for another post, but I do feel obligated to share and try to educate you and convince you that the past is what we need to return to. Alas, as I said, I will say my opinion for a future post. If you disagree with what I've written in these lines, then you aren't thinking at all. For this is not opinion, not conjecture, but fact. Traditional marriage has gone the way of the past. Men and women used to embrace their respective roles and, cre and created not only powerful empires, but powerful and lasting marriages. Men have always been violent, protective, and powerful. We have always clung to the ideals of honor, valor, duty, and glory. We idolize warriors and kings and knights. We desperately want to bring back chivalry. We want to bring back romanticism. We want to bring back masculinity. Because women crave masculinity. They want actual men. In a time where the vast majority of modern, quote-unquote, men, wear dresses, makeup, and homosexuality is rampant, women are being starved of their needs. They aren't being treated with respect or purpose. They are instead all too often treated as sex toys and cast aside when they have outlived their quote-unquote newness. We must ask ourselves, how has this behavior not been stopped? 
The answer sadly lies in modern churches. They do not teach masculinity or femininity as the Bible instructs. They do not reprimand boys for such foolhardy endeavors. They coddle them and treat them like babies. They never hold them for the accountability of men. Sadly, I too have been a boy in some aspects, porn, dodging responsibility, and shrieking for my duty. However, I have never stepped or I never stooped so low as to threaten the integrity or honor of a woman for my own personal gains. And I have either rectified or am currently rectifying my boyhood traits as to become a man. It is something that most have no want nor desire to do. It is something that only a few people have done in our time. But it is something that all males need to embark on a journey to do. Honor, valor, duty, glory, chivalry, romanticism. All are qualities men have to have. They are qualities women want in men. And they are the qualities that God commands of us to fulfill. Don't think I'm making this stuff up. I'm going through it right along with you. That was the first two posts um, I put on my newer Instagrams, um, you know, and it, it, it is true, you know, I mean, so many people uh, just discard what they were, the roles they were created to fill, it's, it's, um, it's dis disheartening to see that, but it is inspiring to see, uh, you know, other, especially men, go through this modern day um, ritual to go from boyhood to manhood. I mean, this is something tough. Um, one of the biggest things is uh, pornography. Uh, somehow, I didn't get addicted to it. I don't know how. Started watching it in college with my girlfriend. Bad idea. Or ex-girlfriend now. Bad idea. <laughs> don't ever do that. Um, but, you know, I mean, like I said, somehow... I didn't get addicted to it. I have since stopped that. And, um, you know, it's, it's it's been a journey, but it's been a fulfilling journey to just get away from all that. Temptation is always going to be there. Degeneracy is always going to be there. But if you're not fighting, then there's no point in, um, you know, I mean, there's no point in even trying to, uh, to stay on the journey to uh, to manhood, it's just you know it's just something that everybody has to go through. Um, and, and you know, and the other thing too is um, shirking responsibility is a huge thing. Nobody talks about that. Everybody talks, especially conservatives. Everybody talks about oh, you know, guys are addicted to pornography. They're addicted to you know all this other stuff, but they don't talk about hey, you know, for the most part, it's it's the reason why this country's in this mess right now is because men are shirking their responsibility. They're not um, they're not following through. Um, and you know it's something that's that's sad, honestly. Um, that happens. I like it's something it's something incredibly sad. But you know there's there's nothing there's nothing that we can do to. Um, unfortunately, there's nothing we can do to prevent people from doing that. We just have to to educate people one by one you know listening to this podcast really shows that you're exploring different ideologies opening up your mind to um more or less old-fashioned ideas that somehow have not gone out of style i mean it's just it's something 
awesome and it's something that's different not a lot of people um, not a lot of people do that so before we go I'm going to play a poem a really good poem like really 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 good poem and um, what we're going to do let me see if I can get yeah, here we go so what we're going to do is it's, uh, it's entitled A Song of the Naked Lands by Robert E. Howard super super good poem so what we're going to do is we're going to listen to this um, and then after we listen to this uh, I'll go ahead and end it uh, you know just to be able to to keep this podcast shorter but you know I, I like I said I didn't want to kind of recap and tell you what um, you know is coming up in the in the new year I'm going to start dropping these at least once a month you know if not maybe every uh, couple weeks or something but um we're gonna we're gonna do this um and then you know like I said we'll, we'll wrap it up just listen to this A Song of the Naked Lands by Robert E. Howard You lulled in gardens where breezes fanned the blossoms shivering shard But we were bred in a naked land where life was bitter and hard You raped the grapes of their purple soul for your wine cups brimming high We stooped to the dregs of the muddy hole that was bitter with alkali and you grew flabby and round of limb, short of nerve and breath. But we grew rugged and lean and grim, in our naked grip with death. Silk was too harsh for your dainty skin, red wine too poor for your drought. We hunted the holes that the rain stood in, and stripped the wolf for our clout. Round were your bellies, soft your hand, soft with the fat of the earth. Yours was the wealth of a smiling land, and ours was the desert's dearth. You sang beneath the locust tree, forgetful of hunger and hate. It has always been, it will always be, even then we were at your gate. You lulled by fountain and golden hall, until that frenzied morn. We burst the gates and breached the wall, and cut you down like corn. We reaped the yield and we plowed the field, with red and dripping shares. You could not fight and you could not run, you could only die like hares. Grim was the barter and read the trade with tripping swords for coins. And your women screamed in the trampled sand with bruised and bleeding loin. Skilled was the brain and skilled the hand that shaped the stubborn stone. But the brain spilled on the bloody sand when iron split the bone. The hand that traced the gilded frieze that scrolled the written page. It could not turn the driven steel backed by the primal rage. Of what avail the harp and lute, gemmed girdle and purple cloak. And the dripping axe was smiting home the flame and blinding smoke. Blood smeared your satin and silk and lace. You heard your children moan, and your elders howled in the marketplace, where we stripped them skin and bone. And where your bearded judges sat and bade men live or die, a naked slayer roared and waved a bloody scalp on high. Over the ruins arched and spired the billowing smoke cloud wave, and you who lived when the sword was tired, you lived but as our slaves. Our hard hands clutch your golden cups, our rough feet crush your flowers. We stable our horses in your halls, and all your wealth is ours. We doffed our wolfskin clouts for silks, we wear them clumsily, 
Our eyes are bleak, our beards unshorn, our matted locks stream free. But our sons will trim their beards and hair, don cloaks of crimson hue. They will take your daughters to their beds till they grow as soft as you. They will trade their freedom for hops and lutes, discard the bow and the dart. They will build the prison of satin and gold and call it culture and art. They will lie in the lap of a smiling land till it rusts on man and rots them. And they scorn their blood and their calloused hands and the fathers who begot them. But our brothers still dwell in the sunset waste, and their sons are hard and lank. They will hunt the wolf pack that we chased and drink the water we drank. The hunger we knew, they too will know, the scars of fangs and of briars. In the rocks where they crouch when the sandstorms blow, they will find the marks of our fires. They will know the hungers that we once had while the stream of centuries runs, till they burst from the desert, hunger mad, to slaughter our slothful sons. Anyway, I thought that was a really good representation of what we're fixing to go through in America. Um... You know, and, and like I said, it, a lot of it has to do with the uh, the disappearance of masculinity. Um, a lot of it has to do with men shirking their responsibilities. Uh, and you know what? We deserve it. That's the thing. We deserve every bit of what we're going to get. Every bit. Uh, God's not going to let what we've done in this country go unpunished. He's not. Uh, anyway... Uh, not to end on a super depressing note or anything. Um, yeah, there's always hope. I mean, uh, you know, look at Sodom and Gomorrah. You know, God said if um, if there were ten righteous men, you know, he wouldn't destroy the cities. Well, uh, there wasn't ten righteous men. <laughs> uh, you know. But in America, I, I, I do believe. I do believe there are. I believe there's enough of us, uh, by God's standards, um, that we might get shown a little mercy. But we have to step up and do our part. Um, we, we, we have to. Um, regardless, in the next decade, this country is going to go undergo some very um, tough changes. Very, very tough changes. And, you know, it's something that we, we're going to have to brace for and prepare for. And that'll be that'll be a topic of, a, of another podcast. But anyway, uh, thank you for joining me. This is uh, Packing Patriots again, letting you know that I'm still here. Again, I'm on Telegram. Um, you know, if, if you want to find me on there... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely uncensored um, as far as uh, the censorship that Telegram and Facebook have uh, in uh, put in. Uh, so my, my link on Telegram is t.me forward slash packing patriots. Um, come find me. Look at what I've posted. Um, it's mostly the stuff that's gotten deleted <laughs> on, uh, on Instagram. Uh, anyway, thank you so much for joining me, guys. Um, again, this is Patri- Packing Patriots saying... So long, farewell, and uh, we'll see you soon.